What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Experience More podcast, a podcast where we really dive in to how living a more active, fit, healthy lifestyle allows you to experience more of the great outdoors. Whether you're chasing the big bull elk out west or you're getting after the turkeys and the whitetail here in the Midwest, living that more active, fit, healthy lifestyle allows you to experience all of it with those you love to experience it with. I am Jake, your host. This is the Experience More podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take take two deuces, right? We're gonna we're gonna rock this one. So, uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Experience More podcast. Uh, super excited to be able to come to you guys this week with a deuce try. Uh, I have my good friend Brandon Waddell on the podcast here. Uh, we actually tried this a couple weeks ago, um, and you know, just as I've said before, you know, I'm so well-versed my my homeschooler you know amenities and lifestyle and everything just you know I got this whole technology thing figured the hell out um but uh we were able to find some time be able to connect each of us us in here um and hopefully give this this thing a second go so Brandon how we doing homie I'm doing great man I'm glad to be back for a second try man yeah you know it's gonna work out really well this time I'm I'm super confident that your knowledge expansion of of technology has grown immensely in the last two weeks and we're going to crush this shit. So much, so, so much has evolved over the last two weeks. <laughs> so no, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped and excited. I was honestly, you know, I was, I was personally, uh, a little bummed. I was trying over and over and over again, um, to figure out what was going on with the sound or, you know, why it was in ultimately loading. Um, and I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of the whole learning piece because you weren't actually the only one who ultimately I had some troubles with as far as like sound and everything of that nature and just part of the whole the learning curve of it. So we'll we'll keep rocking. But how how you been doing? What you been up to? I'm good, man. Uh, just been rocking the final details to our summer um, for Mountain Archery Fest. Um, trying to get my personal life in order too to kind of move forward some there and. Um, you know, and today I got a haircut, bro. And like, you know, I don't know, looking sharp. I, I don't know like what a haircut does for you, bro. But, um, it's like when you buy a fresh pair of Nikes, when you're like seven years old, right? <laughs> you get, you have a whole new pep in your step, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. um, so I'm feeling good, man. And, uh, you know, got, I took a little hiatus this last week. I missed about three days in the gym, um, which I haven't done. And mm-hmm. like, gosh, I don't know quite a while, probably close to yeah. 12 or 13 weeks. Um, but I was back in today with my 16 year old, uh, Braxton and you know, yeah. I, I, gotta, I gotta give myself a little kudo here, bro. And, and not, and I, not to rub it <laughs> oh, in. oh man, here it comes. Okay? But like through the last six months when I go to hug my kid, like he's like a brick shit house. Right. And he's now mm-hmm. about three inches taller than me, maybe four. Um, just turned 16. He wrestled all winter. He's been played football. I mean, he's just a stud. Okay. I mean, in my eyes, he's yeah. a complete stud. And yeah, dude, today in the gym, dude, I felt pretty good when I walked out of there, bro, because like I was cranking weights heavier than him through our whole workout and he got smoked. <laughs> and, uh, oh. dude, I, I felt like I still got something on my boy. You know, because, you know, when it, when a dad has to come to terms to the fact that when his boy can whoop his ass, um, mm. you know, it kind of mm-hmm. brings you down a little notch. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, 
And, uh, and so I, I'm just saying I'm proud of myself, man. I put in a lot of hard work here lately, and I really yeah. felt like I was going to be switching out plates for my kid, you know, to go yeah. heavier. And, um, and I was just, I was jacked today, man. I, you know, I just, feel, awesome. I feel good. So. Well, dude, that's, I mean, we'll just we'll kind of start right, right off in that piece. And I mean, I know a lot of the, the individuals, the listeners and everything come in here, just that like the whole purpose of the experience more podcast is living a lifestyle allows you to experience more of the outdoors, more of life. And I mean, there's, there's different nuggets and just lifestyle pieces that ultimately come into this, but that's such a cool experience because you, you have it on the dad side, right? I have it on the son side. Right. Right. And that's, you know, we go back and forth where I've, I've talked about it before, like a big reason for even, I mean, just a really big pillar piece to this podcast is I want my dad to listen to this. I want my brothers to listen to this. I want family, friends, and anyone that it can ultimately create an impact in to give them that little pep in that step. Right. Because do that's, I want my dad to be able to run the mountains for as long as he possibly can. Um, and to see and hear that because dude, I, it's funny you're saying that piece. Cause this last week I literally got a text from my dad and it's like him just like this, like sitting over the bench and just doing like this muscle flex thing in the gym. Right. And he was like working out and it's like, it's taken a good minute to like get him back in and active right. in the gym and doing that. Um, so, I mean that, <clears throat> that aspect, I mean, my perspective as a son seeing that like, all right, he got a little bit, he ate some humble pie today, yeah. right? Like yeah. do that. If anything that motivates and drives and I'm, dude, I'm just, honestly, I'm, I'm fucking proud of you for going through and the work that you've ultimately done and the change that you've ultimately made because it, yeah, it makes you feel proud, but being a son myself, like it's fucking cool to see dad go from like where he was and maybe kind of fell into like a sedentary lifestyle side of things yep. to actually get back at it. Like that's yep. cool fucking shit. Yeah, dude. I, I tell you, and you know, and I'm hoping though on the return, on the flip of that, is though that it drives him. You know, like he literally, when I dropped yep. him off today, he's all, "What time tomorrow?" And I was all, <laughs> seven o'clock." And he was like, "Sweet," you know. And yep. I, you know, because he does weight class at high school and all this and that, you know. And I, I know that, but you know what early morning weights class is like in high school. Oh yeah. It's a bunch yeah. of chitter chatter. It's, you know, I mean, there's probably three of them on a machine, maybe four. And so they're getting three to four minutes in between reps. They're not, you know, they're not getting the push, you know, and I'm, and I'm taking right. it down on a 30 second rep interval, you know, like, and, right. you know, and cranking this workout out because one, and we're in a public gym, you got to get on your shit. You got to get off of it. You know, these people that sit there and milk it for 10 minutes to do a three set is like, it, it drives me crazy. And so, dude, um, so I'm just hoping that, you know, he felt that, you know, and he can see mm -hmm. that I still got what it takes and that maybe it'll drive him, you know, to do to, to higher excellence. Right. Um, dude. Yep. So I hope yep. fingers yep. crossed. Because the kid, dude, will, the kid's a beast, Jake. Yeah. And if he put in the time like I'm putting in right now, dude, he yeah. could show up, dude. And people at school would be like, mind blown, dude. Yep. You know? Yep. Well, and that's, dude, this, uh, and this goes into so many different avenues and aspects, but I'll just uh, leave it in the, the point of leading by example, right? Like that's, it's everything. It's not a good way. It's the only way to lead. And when I think about 
you know, the example that my dad or my grandparents had ultimately set for me. And like, I mean, that's a big reason of like why and who I am today. You've met my dad, right? You met my, my brothers and everything. Big reason of who I am today is based off of that. Right. And there's points in life where everyone has their, their roller coaster that they ultimately ride to where all of a sudden I kind of came to that point where I surpassed kind of dad in that piece where I fell in love with the fitness aspect of it. And now it's like everything in me is like, I want to just see him do that. Yeah. So I can, I can guarantee that aspect, like him being like, what time tomorrow is like, fuck yeah, dad's a badass. Like, let's go through push and be able to pull each other further and moving those, those weights forward. Because that's, I mean, it, it, you now have something that both of you guys can attack, right. And actually move forward on, um, and show up together on, on a day-to-day basis. Cause that's honestly, even as a son, you, you get to a point where you're, you're growing up and you're trying to like, how do you relate to dad? Right. Like, Dad might not believe everything that you believe, but you're trying to find this common ground. And that's honestly where a lot of that, like, I feel like a lot of that struggle kind of comes from because you're almost, you're so similar in different ways that you butt heads. You're trying to find like an even playing field in it to where if you can just find something that you both are going to attack together at and create like a consistent move forward, it's it's cool shit. I'm excited for you guys to do it because it's going to push you, Mm -hmm. but it'll push him. Oh yeah, dude. Cause I mean, I've been working out alone. I've been working out alone, right? Like I don't have a workout partner. I mean, I know a couple dudes in the gym, you know, just on a nod, right? Like what's up, you know, but like, even Mm -hmm. when I told him today, when I was putting on plates for my narrow grip bench, I told him, I said, you know, I'm going to jump up here because I've been nervous about jumping uh, up some because I don't really, I never have a spotter, you know, and, um, and it was awesome because I got into it. And I felt great and I was able to jump 10 pounds and get there. And, and I finished even with just barely any of his help. But that, that's what you're saying. Like that push, like I got to a point where I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push even harder than I normally do because I want to show this kid that I'm the fucking man around here. And, (laughs) you know, and, uh, you know, but it was awesome. I mean, I took a, you know, I, put it on my story today. I took a picture of us working out together. And I, I mean, I, I looked at it again a little bit ago and the smile on my face, dude, is huge. Like I'm so proud awesome. to be standing there working yeah. out with my kid, you know? And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and I got, we have a lot of commonality, me and him, you know, through mountain archery fest, you know, um, cause we go out yeah. and we bust ass on these mountains and in Braxton started putting foam up with me when he was 11. Yeah. I think about it. he was 11 and I had yeah. two other 14 year old sons that were helping me and um, and to see where he's at now and where he's come from yeah. is just I mean, he's a rock solid dude, man. And he's he's a he's, that's awesome. He's a killer kid. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I um, you know, I I'm feeling real good right now, Jake, you know, uh, yeah, you know, we when I talked to you on the mountain last year, man, I wasn't feeling so hot. You know, I'd kind of slipped right. away for a few years and, uh, and I wasn't in a good spot. And well, it, so, and I don't mean to cut like, dude, explain, explain that a little bit, right? Like, I mean, for everyone, I mean, just kind of perspective is like, how much have you lost now? Oh, I'm 38, 39 pounds down now. Yeah. 39 pounds down. But then <clears throat> I guess, give a little bit of a timeline of what's kind of going off of the mountain from when you and I had first met, 
out on the mountain where you're at to ultimately kind of even to, to recent events of, you know, what's, what's gotten you to where you're at? Because I, I really want to get into some of the excuses that you maybe had told yourself in the past and how that wraps back around to where we're at. Well, you know, so, you know, to jump back a little ways, you know, I found myself um, about eight years ago um, hitting the mountains, hunting, and uh, in my, my spirit and my mind would take me further than my body was capable, okay? And I got myself yep. in some trouble on a mountain one day, um, barely got my ass back out of the situation I was in because I almost wasn't physically capable to get myself out of the hole that I got myself in on this hill. And, um, and from there, you know, um, I mean, I was drinking a ton, I was trucking, I was running a business, you know, I was all into, you know, my family, my business and, you know, and having fun and just not paying attention to my overall being. Right. I mean, I was, I just had it in my mind that, um, that my whole being was for everyone else. Being the provider, being the mm-hmm. husband, being the dad, being all those things, and not that those aren't important, but I'd lost, I'd lost perspective of making sure that I was wholesome first in a way that I could be mm-hmm. everything I could be for my family, and and so anyway, I, you know, I found myself on the side of that mountain and realized that I wasn't what I thought I was anymore, and I mean, you know, at, at you know, 44 years old or 45 years old or so somewhere in there, you know, I thought I was still pretty hot shit. And, um, and so I found, I saw, so I had a son-in-law who kind of tempted me one day. I was, I'll never, I remember where I was at. I was in Francisco's restaurant. I was about three jet fuel margaritas deep. I was pretty close to being drunk. Um, and he's like, Hey, why don't you come work out with us in the park tomorrow? He had he had a trailer full of workout equipment. And he would just pay a $5 park fee and he would set up a, a hit workout course, if you will, in the park, you know, and and he's like, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, dude, I'll be there. Like, no problem. You know, I had I was talking to so and so, he went and did it, and he said it was no no big deal. You know, and Drew just looked at me, he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well, we'll see you in the morning. And dude, I got home and I was yep. like, fuck, why did I say that shit to him? You know, now I got to get up at crack house <laughs> yep. and I'm drunk, you know, and I got up, dude, and I went the next morning and I quickly found out how out of shape I was and how much I had let myself slip away. And, you know, when you're puking in the park um, and uh, and just feeling really miserable about, miserable about yourself, I mean, it was just it was super self-defeating mentally that I was like, I can't yeah. be this way anymore. I can't do this. I, I can't look at myself in the mirror anymore and accept where I'm at. And so I started getting in the gym, started doing really well. Um, I didn't really have, I had a purpose for myself, but then I found this thing called train to hunt. And I was like, you know, I was so into archery, so into the passion of that part that then here's, here's a physical piece to it that I could add to my technical piece. And I was like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to go down to Phoenix April 1st or where it was that first week. And I'm going to go do this train to hunt. And so I worked Mm -hmm. my ass off to make it to this event. And I did really well. I made third place. I crushed the shooting. I crushed the pack out. The next day was kind of a combination deal where you run to a spot and you do 10 burpees, make a shot or 
box overs or get ups and dude I was so gassed out I couldn't finish um, I finished but only because this awesome preacher guy out of Albuquerque came back I mean the two that I was running against left me in the dust dude and this preacher guy came back and he ran the rest of the course for me and counted my reps for me because I was so out of it that I couldn't even count my own reps like I didn't even know where I was at but I finished mm-hmm. and I finished the end of the race with tunnel vision you know, and it was like, yeah. but I still was super proud of myself standing up there getting a third place medal. And from there, dude, mm-hmm. I just kept on going. I was like, I'm not, this ain't enough. I got to, I can do better. And so I worked through some of that and I ended up racing again. And then, uh, and I did really good on the physical side and didn't put enough into balancing my shooting side and ended up in fifth place, literally only two shots from first place. I mean, if I had two shots back. Um, I could have done better. And, and the rule of the thumb there was, is I built a brand new bow a week before a super mm-hmm. light setup mm-hmm. and it, I screwed myself. I'll just be honest. Like I could have, I should have had first place. Um, I beat an army ranger in the mountain course. Like I crushed that shit. Um, yeah. And I did really good. And so anyway, so that was kind of, you know, so back a little ways there. And then, then the next thing you know, um, I start mountain archery fest. Okay. And mm-hmm. here I am back into the same dilemma that I kind of put myself before where I was just so into building this company and doing everything for everyone else that I forgot about myself again. And, right. you know, um, and I, you know, I got myself into some mental situations over these last five years that weren't really healthy. Um, you know, I self-created, drama if you will uh, right. and and I allowed that self-created drama and at, to be the excuses that I needed to start using again start just going down a different road again because I felt like I didn't have the power the strength to to be who I wanted to be and to and to you know be true to myself um, I was trying to mm-hmm. escape yeah. my reality I was trying to find ways around it right. physically, mentally, emotionally. And, um, you know, here, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I know I'm a good guy. I know I got heart. I know I got what it takes. But when you start lying to yourself and you start telling yourself that this is good enough and, you know, and that I'm a good leader, I'm a good husband, I'm a good dad, just like this, you know, people owe me, um, because of the hard work I'm putting in and, 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 you know, and just bullshit, you know, just talking yourself in circles is what it is. And, you know, um, then you fast forward a little bit more into this last summer and I started feeling myself slipping away physically, you know, um, not as strong as I could be for my team, you know, on the side of the mountain, not as strong as I used to be, um, not, not as sharp in my mind as I used to be, forgetful, um, sharp in my tone, um, quick in reaction, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, and, it's, and then we met each other, you know, and yeah. we met each other and we talked about how we could get first form involved in math and, and uh, yep. you know, and, and I still kind of that same mentality where, you know, I like doing stuff for my crew. 
I like making sure my crew is taken care of. Um, and that was something right. we discussed between you and I, and that's a different rabbit hole, but you know, but here I found myself on the side of the mountain kind of thinking back about how I used to have a competitive physical side to my mountain. And I can tell you that when I look at my event, my event is a, right. is a reflection of me today, right right now, yep. as a leader, as a businessman, as, as everything that that business needs me to be, it's a reflection of me. And I was not happy with some of my, of my events. Um, right. And well, I talked to you on the side of a mountain that one day and I was just like, you know, Jake, um, I'm missing, I'm missing some shit here, man. I'm missing, I'm missing the physical side of who I need to be. And, you know, I need to make some changes. I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it still took me a little while. It took me until October of last year, right? When I showed up for fall fest Yep. and, you know, you told me earlier in that week, Hey, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, We've got this run uh, that we do for a fallen uh, police officer every year or firefighter. I, I'm yep. sorry. What's his yep. name? It starts with an F. Yeah, we had, we had, the, we had, the, well, we had the, the Blake Schneider. Blake Schneider. So we went through, yep, we went through yep. and did. So that's a, an event we put on officer that ultimately had gotten shot over by old headquarters. Met He, he answered a domestic um domestic call and essentially open the door was open and he met the end of his life right there so that's something for locally here in st louis we go through and we do on a year-to-year basis just in memory to him and then honestly just for all officers out there who go through because honestly like them military all that stuff like we wouldn't be able to do what we do like fall fest summer smash we wouldn't be able to have things like um, mountain archery fest if it wasn't for those kind of people and honestly it's those kind of people too when i think about the outdoor piece like a lot of that's that's it like those are the people who are out there wanting to go through and do those things. So it was That's, a cool event. Yeah. It was, and, and so it was like, you kind of were like, Oh, well, we're, you know, we're doing this, this, uh, this 5k. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, no problem. Like I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll show up. I'll do it. You know, and I twisted my ankle at Sol- soldier hollow months, months before. And that's, you know, but you know, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to complete it, you know, yeah. but then when I was doing it, you know, I mean, let's rewind. I show up at headquarters and I get taken through headquarters and I get to see the excellence yeah. in which you guys strive for on a daily basis, right? From every part of headquarters, piece by piece by piece. Um, then I show up the next morning for this run and I'm greeted by amazing people. With And I'm looking around at these people that are showing up for this event and they're normal people, extreme athletes for first form, um, you know, people from the community that were walking it, running it, pulling wagons, carrying American flags, doing all this, uh, you know, it was just, it just, it was awesome. And then I start running this, this event, me and Matt Howell and, and Stephanie and Garrett and like, and we're, I'm running this event and I'm running around and I run up on this guy who's in a police officer in full gear and he's jogging this shit out in full gear, man. Pistol, taser, radios, chest plate. I mean, you know, um, full full dress. And he's running this thing. And I, I do a couple laps of this guy. And then and I'm going. And then your dad is passing me, like, gone. 
And I'm like, you know, and all of this stuff is computing in my head, Jake, like, you know, um, that I'm, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not the man I want to be. I'm not the leader I want to be. I'm not setting by, I'm not setting an example the right way. And right. I, you know, you think you're at a certain spot, but if you really look at the reality, you're not. And and I left, I did that run, I went out, we did Fall Fest that evening, had a great time, and the whole way home, I'm thinking to myself, that, I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm done with my excuses. I'm done with the lies to myself. I'm done with not being in control of my destiny. I'm done with not being the best father I can be or the best husband I can be or the best friend I can be. And I got to figure this out to the point of where, you know, I'm, I got to make some change. And so, yeah, dude, I came home, uh, in October by mid November, I had made up my mind that I was going to do 75 hard. Um, I started 75 hard on, I believe, November 12th. Um, mm -hmm. November 15th, I found myself in a whole different situation in my life. I, you know, I had a complete mental breakdown um, mm -hmm. and ended up failing 75 hard. And then I came back that next Monday and just made a dedication to myself that I was going to get back in the gym. I was going to drink my water. I was going to stick to my plan on first form I was going to start reading and bettering myself because I just wasn't in a good spot um, and so I just <clears throat> literally flipped a switch overnight and was like now I realize how important my physical health is to my mental health and my emotional health that mm -hmm. they are all three linked together more than I ever thought they were. But yep. then it took, you know, that week for me to realize that that it starts with my physical health first. Plain and simple. Right. That the rest of it yep. will follow me. And <clears throat> so I uh dude I haven't looked back. I haven't looked back since from November twentieth. I haven't looked back. Um I there's, there is no, there's no more rear view mirror for me, man. And, um, right. you know, and there's days where that mirror's back there going, Hey, remember me, asshole? We're a good time. We can do this by ourselves. Yeah. We don't need support. We don't need a coach. We don't need people driving us. We don't need, we don't need to be the leader. You don't need to set by by example, you don't have to do all this to be great. And, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, that little devil on the shoulder there talks to me every day. But the beauty yep. is, is that because I took back control of my life physically, now that little angel on this side has the mental control again. And, right. and it has allowed me to push forward in ways in the last few months that I didn't, I could never do. I mean, I spent 30 right. days on the road. The second half of the New Year's challenge I spent on the road. I ate every meal yep. out. I had no, I didn't have my gym. 
<clears throat> I didn't have my support system, so to speak. I took what mm -hmm. I knew was my support system with me. I took my right. books. I took my first form products. I took a ab wheel. I took a, a stretching band. I took the mm -hmm. bare necessities that I knew that could keep me focused and keep me on track. And then I filled right. in the gaps with intention, positive intention and consistency. Yeah. And, you know, and, and here we, here we are today, dude. I mean, I went through that 30 days. I stayed consistent. I stayed true to myself. I challenged myself outside of my normal shit and workouts that I like to do. I have found creativity mm -hmm. and I pushed my ass to finish that month. And I literally came back weighing the same as when I left. And yeah, you know, but the beauty was that I was almost 6% body fat less. Right. Well, and that's, dude, you, I mean, shoot, we went around. I had gone out, seen you at the Hunt Expo, saw you down at National Wild Turkey Federation show, all those different events. And of course, you know, through social media, it's like, dude, I'm, I gotta say, like, I'm fucking proud of you for going through all of it because I understand how hard, not only is it to do what you have done, but also to do that on the road. And you made a very important piece there is like you, you said intent, right? And that's always, that's something I come back is like, what is your intent behind what you're doing? Right. And every time you showed up on a day-to-day -day basis and I watched through social media and watched from afar. And that's just kind of like the cool pieces of social media. Um, and I know that you've impacted other people's lives through that and probably had conversations in the backside about it. You know, you meet people. I know we've had conversations. You met people up at the, the different events. They're like, man, you're looking, looking good. Good. Right? Bro. Like, I was like, yeah, those little, little, yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? it's like, fuck yeah, I am. Yeah. Right. Like it's a good, it's like, all right, well dude, and that's, but honestly, like we're, we're our worst salesmen. Because actually, we're our best salesmen. Everyone knows a really, really good salesman, and it's ourselves. Because we'll sell us on all the reasons why we don't have to do jack shit mm. over and over and over again. But it's something you know. And I've learned you know from Andy and Sal. You know, it's Andy. Andy talks a lot about you know investment, right? And investment into yourself, not investment necessarily into the the monetary side of things. But what are what are you investing in? You're either making deposits and investing into yourself, or you're making withdrawals. And what I've watched you do, you know, since you made that decision is you've made a deposit on a not not a, a big mass scale because it's like a compounding interest effect. But watching you go through and just win one day at a time, make small deposits one day at a time. And because you've made that watch out, like, like having Matt go through and work out with you watching guys like Thomas go through workout with you. Right. And you, you're able now you're not just trying to follow along, right? Maybe when you came up and did the run up here and little five K seeing that, like surrounding yourself by good people. But now, and this is exactly like when I think about like what I want to be able to do in the, the outdoor piece, like you're a direct contributor and reflection and ripple effect of that piece is like, it comes down to each and every one of us just being the best fucking version of ourselves we possibly can be because it creates that ripple effect out to other people creates, like you said, it's not just a physical thing. Like I watched you at Nat, like the national wild Turkey Federation. Fuck, I saw a lot of people who had a good time the night before and I'm not, not against like, Hey, don't ha have a, a drink or a beer with the buddies or, you know, have a, have a good, like good piece here and there, but you don't have to get slosh ass wasted on these yeah. different events. And I watched you every single morning, get up and 
run, run around, having a good time in like just connecting with so many people. Mm. It was fucking awesome watching you work the different events. You're like a fucking energizer bunny. <laughs> yeah, that dude, you know, that's <clears throat> networking and relationships and things of that nature are something that I really, really enjoy. And, you know, people are like, wow, you're going to be on the road for 30 days. I mean, that's got, that's a long time. That's kind of daunting. And go do all I'm like, yeah, well, man, I get to go talk about everything I love. I mean, how much yeah. better does it get? <clears throat> um, you know, and I just, you know, each one of those moments that happened for me on the road, Matt showing up and us doing some parking lot workouts and then getting Thomas in there. It was like the first day Thomas went in with me was leg day. Right. And, <laughs> and, uh, and he hadn't worked out. He told me, he's like, God, oh, this feels good, man. I haven't been to the gym in years. You know, I've just been so busy. I'm glad you drug me in here. And we busted out that leg day and we were doing all those calf raises. And he's like, he's so into it that he's grabbing like 25 pound dumbbells and doing his calf raises, you know, and dude, and I just did them with no weight. And we had a lot of fun with that in the event because we, we couldn't walk straight for three <laughs> fucking days. Um, I thought he was going to take your ass out like, when we walked out the door. <laughs> yeah. He came over and pinched my calf. I thought something, I thought an alligator bit my leg, man. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, we, but looking back on that, you're totally right. You know, I mean, I know I'm a leader. I know that, that who I am, you know, and it gets clearer when I'm in these spaces and, mm-hmm. um, and that's, and that's where I want to be. I, that's where I've always been. But when I lie to myself, I'm not being my leader. I'm not being what people need from me. You know? Well, I think that's that. I look more and more at this and like, I'm, I'm a forever student in it. And I, and I know I've said it before. It's like, I'm very fortunate to, to be surrounded by high achieving individuals, but I've, I, I gotta say fortunate, but like when I have placed myself here, I have made decisions throughout my life to get myself around and surround myself by these types of people. Right. I have individuals in my family and individuals who have given me different shit for leaving my family. Like I'm small town country boy from the middle of Wisconsin. Like, dyslexic homeschooler i tell you guys all this shit and i put that out there because honestly at the end of the day like for a very long time i didn't think i would amount to really anything right i wasn't good in school i dropped out of college all that stuff to where it's like you meet all these other people and you have these family members who literally they they just judge on these little actions that you Mm -hmm. make and they see you doing this and trying to achieve more well you, you surround yourself by people just like you coming out to that event and like just even getting to know you and who like who you surround yourself by plays such a huge role in the in the actions you ultimately take. And it comes down to the leader you will become, because being a leader is so much more about what you do and a hell of a lot less about what you say. Yeah. Like because everyone can talk and everyone with social media has this big fucking mouth, yeah. big voice. And they but there's no action behind it like that's. And we can, we can get an X. That's something that I want to be able to touch on here in a sec. But, you know, where I look at the, the, the social world of the outdoor space and where it's like you got all these people where we should all be friends and ultimately working together, but not, not contributing to that, right? Not being right. leaders and acting on it and honestly just hiding behind a screen. Yeah, that's that's a big sure. piece. So, um, but, dude, I'm, I'm super – I'm just proud of you for the actions you've gone through and done. And I guess with – with with what you have done and what you've accomplished going through the the travel because i'm sure there were a lot of like you said little devil moments or 
the little the bitch voice, as Andy likes to call it, in the back of your head. Yep. For you and, honestly, for anyone who maybe works on the road, right? Maybe they're someone who's a trucker. You, like, you, you've lived that life. You've been in that scenario. Someone who is always gone or, you know, I'm, I'm talking to all the, the good old country boys and girls out there in the world, like, who, who are like, I don't need a, need a six-pack. Well, it, it doesn't need to be about that. Like, how much more active, happy, healthier you. And when it comes to those excuses, what, have, what did you have to do to ultimately kind of take those steps? Well, for me, I just, you know, prior to leaving on the road, you know, I packed all of my first form stuff in baggies. I mean, I had all my pills, I had everything lined out, um, you know, and then I started off strong every day uh, with hitting, hitting benchmarks of my day, making sure that I'm starting off right with my protein and not you know, it's just that first start, you know, waking up and telling yourself, you got this, this is a good day, right? We can make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I mean, and then I was keeping track of what I was doing all day and how I was eating and how I was, you know, and for me, um, you know, I'm sitting in the restaurant at night, you know, or at lunch and I'm going through my app and I'm going through the waitress comes back two times, three times. Are you ready yet? You ready yet? No, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm putting stuff in my app here, man. Like I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to finish my day strong the right way, you know? And, um, you know, and I stuck with the basics, the foundation, I had my greens. I had, I had my micro factor. I made sure I had enough bars to supplement and enough jerk, you know, beef sticks. And, um, because not every, not, I didn't always have the opportunity to go get lunch or, or some of the right. events where I was at, man, it was like carnival food everywhere I went, you know? So like looking right. at menus, dissecting food, like, you know, I finally found like a steak sandwich joint and I'm like, yeah, I'll take double steak, no bread, extra mushrooms. And do you got some greens? Like, can you get, you know, and th- people were accommodating to a certain degree, but, um, being prepared, being prepared for yeah. the time you're away, setting yourself up for right. success, man, you know? You know what you need. You've been doing it at home. You just got to figure out how to replicate it on the road. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, and for me, you know, just not allowing you because, you know, I really felt like on the road, if I let one day or two days slip, it was going to be a week. So I was dedicated to not letting one day slip me. Um, Yeah. And, you know, ultimately that's, you know, I achieved the success by being real with myself, taking the time to do what I needed on menus, figuring out what there was on the menu that I could eat and I could make right, not allowing what other people were having, you know, ordering extra appetizers or things like that. You know, I knew I was going to stay structured in water, iced tea and coffee. And that was it. I mean, I didn't even have an energy drink until I saw you in Nashville. Not one. Yep. None. Um, Yep. And, um, and so I just, you know, I just went into it prepared and focused, man. And, and with, and I just didn't allow any of the excuses to creep in. Maybe I'm making it sound too easy here. It wasn't easy, No, but that's how I did it. Right. And that's, but that's where I I think, you know, we all kind of come to, I would say like a, a breaking point or a fuck it moment. Like, all right, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of doing what I, what I think is right. And then it's like, you just, you commit to the process, right? 
Um, and I, I want it to be, I mean, just for everyone, you know, listen, like, especially for people who don't use first form stuff. Like I personally, for me, it's like, I don't, do I work at first form? Yes. I freaking love the stuff. It's great. Right. I'll leave that up to you. You can go through and ultimately, you know, they, people can go through and determine whether or not, and I know you go through and use it and love it. Um, and that's, but like, even on the road, like Brandon here is like, you don't have the, you know, the, the different, the greens or the different stuff like that to be able to go through and fill those gaps. Cause that's all it is. Like supplements filled gaps. They're tools to fill those nut, like known and unknown gaps to help you where you can't do it through whole food. Right. So like, say <clears throat> with that, would you, one, I want to just ask, like, would you have been able to do what you did without supplementing? Like yeah, personally I yourself? Yeah, I would have done it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, Yep. You know, you just got to work. You know what your body needs. You know the amount of protein you need. You know, you know, if you educate yourself just a little bit as to what you need, you can find what you need. You, it just, you just have to work a little harder at finding where you need to acquire it from, right? Um, you so know, what, for instance, so what were you, what were you doing? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask the question. I was with that, like. You, you're right. Like people know, I, I believe that everyone knows what they should be doing, but there's this doubt in the back of their mind that is that really what you need to do and all the secret stuff. So like when it comes to protein calories, like what did, what did you do? Everyone, everyone has a different piece. I know you're right. utilizing the first format, tracking your macros, all that, but like, what did you do on a day-to-day basis when it came to your diet and nutrition? And I mean, where were kind of like deviations? Did you deviate or was it all just straightforward for the 30 days? It was really straightforward for me, man. I mean, every day I almost, you know, it was almost dauntingly repetitive. Okay. To a certain degree. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like mastering the mundane on the road. Okay. I mean, every day I, when Mm -hmm. I got to, when I got to Utah, I knew, okay, I can eat this downstairs in the hotel cafeteria and that's all that they have to provide for me. So I know that by 10 o'clock, I'm going to have to find something else. So in the morning, I was finding somewhere else that I could go and I could find some clean protein and get something that was lower in carbs in the afternoon and work it through. But for the most part, like then by the time I got to Pennsylvania, it was basically, okay, I found one diner. Okay. When I got to that diner, I, I knew exactly what they had mm-hmm. on the menu. So I went straight for steak and eggs every morning. Not a lot of hash browns, no toast, and I would get tomato slices, and that's pretty much how I ran my mornings for 30 days, to be honest with you, okay? That was it. Yeah. Then yeah. lunchtime, yeah. I would go to the events, and I would walk the events, and I'd find the foods that could serve me well, and maybe they weren't the best foods I could get, but they were the best case scenario I could get, and I figured out how to get yeah. that and how to simplify it and make it work for me. Then... You know, going into the evening, I always had a good plan. I knew what I had left for protein, what I had left for calories, and that's where I would make a waitress wait three or four times until I figured out what I could nail on that menu that would make it work for me. Um, And, you know, if I didn't have all that other stuff, it would be the same thing again. You know, I would Mm -hmm. find a way to match that and make it work. Um, It's planning ahead. It's being consciously aware of what you know you need to do. Right. And it doesn't take Mm -hmm. all the fluff. It doesn't take first form. It doesn't take, you know, a bunch of protein powders. You can make this work by just educating yourself, 
with what you need and what serves us, what foods serve your body and get you to your goals, right? right? I mean, you want nutrient-dense foods, not caloric-dense foods, right? And so it's just having a simple understanding of food and ditching the food pyramid and telling that guy to go fuck himself and realizing what you need to do here, right? Um, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Um, I'll say it. I'll back it up, but I didn't say it. So, you know, and, and that's, I, I mean, plain and simple, Jake, it was all about, I knew exactly from spending a few months in the app and paying attention to what I'm recording and what it did for me and how it served me and replicating that on the road in the best case scenarios I could find. How, what, uh, going off, I know you said like accountability, surround yourself. How much did, cause I know Kaylee went through and advised you, how much did she play a role or like, did she, did she help you in those different areas or like, was that a benefit having kind of her there? Absolutely. Um, she's a, she's an integral part to my success. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, communicating with her through the app and telling her, okay, look, I'm getting ready to go on the road. Um, you know, what can we do to put me in a maintenance mode or what can we do to adjust some stuff in my macros here so that, you know, I've got uh, maybe not necessarily a tighter leash, but maybe a little bit looser leash actually. Um, so that I had some, you know, some movement in there, if you will, a little wiggle room. Um, but you know, it was funny because I was having conversations with her and she's all, she's like, well, why don't you just meal prep? And I'm like, how the hell do you meal prep for 30 days? Like on the road? Like I, she's like, well, just pack it all up and put it in a cooler. And I'm like, I'm flying from state to state to state to state. Like, and I'm living in a hotel room with a fridge that's this big. Um, you know, and, and I, it took a second for her to kind of realize, Oh, like you mean like you're gone, gone. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I can't, eat my deer and my elk and meat every day like I can at home, you know, it was like, um, so, but, you know, then at the same time, you know, I'll tell you the hardest part really for the challenge for me was, was trying to find a place that I could balance my phone and take, I couldn't tell you how many times I had to take my assessment photos where my feet were where they were supposed to be and my head was where they were supposed to be and I had enough light and I had enough whatever. And it was like, I, it was, that was the biggest challenge. And she, I'd send her pictures and she's like, where are you now? Like, yeah. And, and uh, it was fun. I, I, you know, she encouraged me a ton. She kept me focused. She checked in with me every week to ask me how I was doing, how things were progressing. Where was I at? You know, um, you know, I was, I wasn't really able to do all my body metrics every, every time. So I really wasn't sure if I was gaining or losing or staying, but I was able to hit a scale, you know, periodically enough to know that I was staying where I needed to be. And then, and that, you know, after the first couple of weeks of meeting people saying, you look good and this and that, and then, and then knowing that I was holding and I was doing a great job, it just empowered me to continue through the month. Um, Right. And but but the tracking, the, the app tracking thing is quintessential for me, Jake. It really is. Um, yeah. And and she's a powerhouse, dude. She's a stud. I want to look as good yeah. as her in a man way. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you think about it, it's like it's it's something you said that was important there, and this is something that, I mean, she's very good at, and I see a lot of the, the advisors within the app, like, dude, they're, they're there to go through and get your results, right? Us as, a, as a, an ecosystem, like our entire goal and mission, like help real people get real results, not, right. you know, not shove beach, like bullshit down their throat. Um, and she is, I mean, she's a stud. We got a bunch of them ultimately throughout the entire, the app piece. And it's, it's cool. Cause I mean, she ultimately, I, I mean, I heard it on this side too. I was like, how's he doing? Right. He's like, Oh, he's fucking, he's crushing it. He's like, yeah, dude, it's, he, she'd be just jazzed up. And it's like, dude, you don't, you don't, that, that excites her. You yeah. going through and being active in there and, and having those conversations and, you know, what's up, my dude, and different up, stuff. I know you guys are having some conversations and conversations like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's seeing you you make those changes throughout that time. You know, it's it's been a really, really cool thing. And I know you're you're creating an impact in other people's lives, seeing that stuff through. Uh, and I would say, honestly, I guess, you know, for you, being that we have mountain archery fest is like, we got that rock and rolling. You're getting all that stuff set up. Like, I think it's, it's something that really resonated a lot to me about your event. Um, and the, the ecosystem you create from even like the first time we were out there, we, it felt, felt like family. We were welcomed myself, Lauren, Chaz, Sean, like, even though like, I mean, that was Sean's first time, literally drawing a bow back and shooting it and taking it up there and, and doing those things. Right. He was, yeah. he was pumped. He was, he was nervous, but yet excited at the same time. And you have Chaz who's like, literally, I mean, we're, lu- we're lucky if nothing gets shot that shouldn't get shot if he's out there. <laughs> uh, and then you got, you know, Lauren, I mean, everyone, not, not a single one of them had gone through and been in like an outdoor setting, but for you guys all to like welcome us in. And I wanted to bring them cause I knew they were, they were good people that would be able to interact in all ways, but also learn. Um, and I wanted to get them involved, but dude, you and your entire crew. And honestly, from everyone, like you, you go all the way around the board, whether it's, it's Thomas, Armando, Dennis, like, I mean, dude, everyone in that ecosystem from the vendors to the crew were phenomenal. And when I think about the app and I think about first form, that's why, you know, I've always, I've just jived in it because it's, I mean, I know a lot of people just even with, you know, total archery challenge and they put on a great event as well. And they have a huge event overall, but like th- there's a difference, right. And there's uh, a difference in, in ecosystems and it's something that, you know, I mean, connected and jived with you on in it. And that's why, I mean, want to be able to go through show and share support in that. But my question really in depth here, cause there's going to be a lot of people and dude, I watching you go through and crush, like crush everything and just watching mountain archery fest grow. I know it's going to, it's just like a wildfire taking, taking base, but for everyone who's out there, cause I saw a lot of moms, a lot of dads, I saw kids in packs, all that stuff. Like I know we're in better shape now for those people who are wanting to come out to mountain archery fest. Like if they're wondering to get ready for that, or they want to get ready for the first elk hunt, or they want to get ready to be, be more active in the outdoors. Like what would you like, what advice would you ultimately give them? Well, I'd say you just, you got to start, man. You just, you got to start somewhere. Um, you know, and I, I just think that getting out to an event, letting your anxiety go, your inhibitions go, you know, we, we're here for every age, disability, uh, discipline, 
uh, ability, I mean, everything. Like, we want everyone to be able to come to math. Um, and that's the environment that we, that we create, is an open-armed, mm-hmm. open-minded uh, event that, you know, it's, we're here to help people get the results as well, just like you guys, right? Um, we're here to help empower people and to help teach them, educate them, and give them an opportunity to come out and be the best they can be in the sport of archery. Um, and, and just as people, right? I mean, because it, it all exudes from the same, the same, uh, core system here, right? You know, core belief system. Um, so, you know, to give advice to anybody who wants to come out is, is, you know, come out, just show up, just show up. And we're, we're here for you. We're here to help you. We're here to show you. And we'll, we'll, we'll take you down whatever road you want to take at Mountain Archery Fest. Um, whether you want to end up, if you just want to shoot your bow outside and shoot 3D and you're not a hunter, great, show up. If you love shooting your bow inside and you're thinking about shooting outside and shoot, show up. If you want to be a better hunter and you want to learn how your gear is doing or how you're doing, show up. If you want to be the best that there can be in the outdoor space shooting your bow, show up. No matter where you're at in the level, register, come and see us, and come see what we have to offer. Because, you know, my, I mean, that's kind of a run around a little bit, but, I mean, my biggest piece of advice is, is, man, you just got to do it, you know? You, mm-hmm. you got to just put one yeah. foot in front of the other. You got to make it happen here. Um no i okay kind of going and it's not not generic because i mean honestly like that's it's getting people perspective like i know dude i've i've been asked a lot on different events and everything i've gone to um i mean i literally love your guys's events and love the ecosystem that's there Uh, and a lot of that has to do yeah and i mean it's i don't (laughs) i ain't blowing smoke up your ass or anything like that that's something i mean i'm not gonna beat around that bush but i think about <clears throat> like my brother has three kids i also know saw saw other in other individuals out at mountain archery fest like something i thought was really cool like you guys definitely play into the kids side of things and wanting to have them invo- involved like yes we're doing the mountain archery fest we have all the 3d shoots and all that stuff but like what are your what's your take when it comes in like the the younger generation and bringing the kids along well, they're the, they're everything, dude. I mean, you know, I got nine kids, um, and they've been everything in my life, right? They've been amazing for me. And when I look at kids in this sport, they're the future of what we're, of who we are. They are our prodigies. They're our successors. They are the ones that are going to keep the outdoors open. They're the ones that are going to keep archery alive. They're the ones that are going to, you know, keep hunting alive they're the ones that are going to lead their children in the outdoors you know you you take your kids outside and you build memories with your children outside they're going to make memories with their children outside too right and we want kids to come and be a part of math like we want you to feel so comfortable when you're there in vendor village that if your kids are running amok you don't have to feel like you got to harness them and be like oh no no be quiet and stay right here no, 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 no. That's not what we're about. You, you need to allow your kids to come be kids. Allow them to come grow. You know, archery is so important um, in my pers- 
from my perspective, because of what it, the values that it teaches you. Um, you're doing something on your own. It has immediate cause and effect. It requires complete attention. Um, you know, it's a place where it, I think it's a sport that replaces phones, okay? Because it gives the same responses that a video game can give you. It takes the same concentration, eye-hand coordination, cause and effect, education, repetitiveness, um, you know, discipline, uh, self-control. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on in the positive qualities that these events bring to children, bring to you, bring to your family dynamic. Um, mm -hmm. And so children are everything, dude. I mean, like, you know, I picked up a trad bow the last couple of years. And let me tell you a main reason why. I had this little girl named Michaela. She shows up these shoots and she's just a doll. Okay. And she wants to go shoot with me. She just wants to go have fun and shoot with the guy that owns Mountain Archery Fest. This is like her thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I go out and I'm shooting my compound and I'm shooting with her and she's shooting her trad bow and she's having a great time. And every time I draw back my bow and every time I'm like, I'm so intense. I'm so like serious. And, um, and so I kind of caught on to that a little bit for myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy the same bow she's got. I'm going to go buy a bow like that, her little PSE Nighthawk. And I'm going to go buy one and I'm going to start shooting it. And last year, when she came to the events, or when she came to one of the events, I went out and shot with her and some of these other kids. dude, And I had the time of my life shooting a bow and arrow. Plain and simple. Because... I was now on the same playing field with these young kids to the point of where, you know, when I missed, they'd give me shit, right? And when I would get one, I'd give it right back. And, and we had so much fun shooting these courses together um, yeah. that now I tell you, man, I mean, you know, those little moments happen when you, you don't even expect them sometimes that just are, are yeah. total game changers for you. Um, you know, another thing that came about with that last year was the track action mobility course, right? You know, I mean, we talked yeah, about that yeah, a little bit it, last time. And yeah, talk talk on that for a sec, because that's that's something that's very unique to your piece as well. And I mean, yeah. all those guys, again, another crew of individuals who are super welcoming, just great, great individuals. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, Brock Carter found me at an event and he would kind of, you know, I mean, I was standing there talking to some people and. He just comes wheeling, man. He's in his wheelchair, and he, I can just every time I kind of glance over, I mean, he's like he's he's beeline for me, and, and every time I looked at him, he's locking eyes with me, and I look away and I look over, and he's locking eyes with me as he's wheeling up at me, and I and he comes up to me and he says, you know, uh, you ever thought about having uh, a course for people like me? And I was like, uh, uh, people like you, I don't get it. And he was just like, come on, man. I mean, quit fucking with me. And so I knelt down with it next to him and we started talking because I, I was like, yeah, it is something I've thought about doing, but I don't know your world, man. You know, I don't know how to even talk to you people. Like, I feel all intimidated. I don't know if I can, if I can throw down some no-leg jokes around here. You know, I don't know if I can, you know, talk to you, you know, the way I'd harass other yeah. people, yeah. you know, standing next to me. And, um, and he's like, no, I think, you know, if you've thought about it, then I've thought about it. And I think you're my guy. And I said, well, then you're my guy. If you'll educate me and teach me about this world and, and, and take me through this process and you'll welcome me into your space, then I think we can find a way to do this. And um, 
when you showed up at Soldier Hollow, that was our first event where we unveiled the Track Action Mobility Course. And, uh, you know, we had some, some special people come there. Um, some that came there who had, been who had been hunting and shooting their bows before. And, you know, we had these Track Action Chairs there for people to come if they've never been in one to be able to go motor off in these tank-like chairs and go cruise the mountain and stuff. And, uh, you know, and that course is a life changer for me, dude. Um, you know, we had a guy show up that Brock basically drug up there. Um, he mm -hmm. basically tried to commit suicide two or three times, had a wife and a daughter, um, lost his legs in a tragic accident, and uh, lucky he's to be alive, to be honest, but his whole life was miserable. He hated his life, hated his situation, just was really down the dumps and feeling, you know, the, you know, the you know, the poor woesy me kind of deal. And, uh, yeah. Brock drug him up there to this event and put him in a chair and dude, he would, he didn't want to be there. Like, even when he got there, when I got introduced to him, he like, he didn't even, he, he kind of shook my hand and was like, you know, fuck all you people. I don't even want to be here. You know, this sucks. You're making me do this. And, and, uh, <clears throat> anyway, we got him, we got him in that chair and we got him out on the course and I didn't get to go shoot with him and Brock and a couple others and his family, but I caught up with him about halfway through two thirds of the way through and I walking up behind him and there he's motoring in that chair and there's two or three of them in chairs motoring up in front of everybody. And I get up to the wife and the daughter and they're just bawling, dude. I mean, they're just, they're bawling. And I'm like, Oh my God, like what's going on? What's the matter? And they're like, no, nothing's wrong. Um, we haven't seen him smile. In years he's having the time of his life and um, hmm. and I remember I mean I can choke up about it because it's like that's when I knew that I was making a difference and um, and yep. in myself <laughs> and and for them um, because uh, walking up to this guy and him seeing me and fist bumping me and like dude this is awesome like, this is the most fun I've had in years. Um, and now this guy is back to work, back to being a leader of his family, back to being a supportive husband and a father. And he's reengaged in the world, and he's back in the fight, man. And uh, That's awesome. And because me and Brock had this idea of building this course, right? And, um, you know, and just watching the people throughout the summer who showed up at these events and who grew because of that course, um, it's forever life-changing, Jake. Um, you know, and, and yeah. that, um, you know, that's, that's why I do this. That's why I, that's why I'm doing what I do today. That's why I've gotten control back of my life and my physical health and my mental health and my emotional health and, and why I'm, I'm striving because those people lit another fire under in my ass just like I lit a fire under his ass right like mm -hmm. um it's amazing how it's really a two-way street um you know they thank me thank me thank me for all that I do and it's like and the whole time I'm telling them you're welcome and I'm thinking I should be thanking you for coming here today yeah. and for doing this and what you've yep. done to change my life um and so, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's another major cool piece to math. 
uh, and who we are and, and who we're evolving to be even more and more each year. Um, yeah. Is, uh, you know, just giving back and being strong and being there for these people um, and just creating that family atmosphere, that all inclusive atmosphere to, to give people the opportunity to better themselves. I mean, it's funny how much, you know, what, where I was taking math and where first form is already gone, how much parallel similarities they are to some degree. Um, we're just doing it in different spaces to some degree. And that's where first form art right. outdoors bridges the gap. Um, yeah. is, is that, you know, um, you know, you told me a year ago, well, you know, we're here to get real results and to help people be better people, them better selves. Right. And, um, and I watched that philosophy, uh, um, emerge into our event at Soho when you showed up and I watched that ripple effect happen in so many ways, dude. I mean, you talk about Dennis and Armando and Thomas and how they welcome everybody in in Vendor Village. And that's a dynamic that happened on its own, dude. Like, I, I mean, I think maybe I had a part to do with it in the beginning, but it's become its own awesome entity of, uh, of just pure joy for me because I get to look at things that are happening uh, in Vendor Village and the camaraderie and the brotherhood and the sisterhood. Um, and then you take the, that ripple effect and then your guys' ripple effect out into the industry that you had at our event and then the track action course ripple effect and then, you know, the kid involvement and just, dude, it's, you know, I sit back right now and I look at our event as I'm planning this summer and I'm just like, this is awesome. Like, it is awesome what is happening before my eyes. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's overwhelming, Jake, to some degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's what, you know, but, but, but what the cool part is, is that, you know, every time I turn around, my crew's like, we're doing what? We're doing what? And I'm like, yeah, we're doing stories and s'mores this year, man. We're going to have guest speakers who are coming. They're going to sit down. We're going to have families and s'mores. And we're going to have speakers that are going to impact people. We're going to have speakers that are going to share their lives, their success, and their strife. And the things that have helped them be who they are. And what and how they can translate that to people. And they're like, dude, that's awesome. You know, and then, you know, it's like, and I keep coming up with these new things to just continue to build the foundation. And, um... Yeah. Because I, I'm not done, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm nowhere close to what this event is going to be for this community and what we're going to do right. um, and how deep we're going to be in communities and the differences that we're going to make. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. that's, Dude. that's fucking exciting, bro. You know? Yeah, man. That's, well, it gets me excited. Just, I mean, hearing it and watching what you're, you're doing what we've been doing with, with first from outdoors. And that, like you said, the, the parallels to that, because what you're doing with the archery community there is literally, I mean, when I, when starting first from outdoors, do I see like up until that point, like, you know, I, I can go back to where it's like, I moved down to St. Louis and I'm new to hunting public land from growing up on a farm, like being very fortunate to hunt there. Mm -hmm. I moved down here to St. Louis and, first year I go out hunting and I have my brand new lone wolf stand stolen 
right? right? So pulled off the tree, gone. Second year, I go out, I have a blind stolen, I have my platform stolen, like all this stuff out on public land. And it's like, you know, I, dude, even, even when it first happened to me, and I, I remember, cause it was literally, it was right after, like just kind of starting first form, and it literally, or first from outdoors, and it lit this peace and this fire in me to where it, like, I wasn't even mad. Like, I wasn't even mad that someone took the stand. Like, to be completely honest, it was, I was, it was like this, this piece of like disappointment yeah. that sat yeah. in me to where it's like, dude, I've, I've been on public land before. I've walked past numerous stands before. I've made mistakes. I'm not perfect. X, Y, and Z across the way. But I've never looked at it to where it's like, I'm going to go ruin someone else's day on their hunt. I'm going to go through and steal mm-hmm. someone else's shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's the basics. Like, mm-hmm. if it's not yours, don't touch it. If it's not yours, don't take it. Right? And I, I look at that where, you know, I see that. And then I look at different forums and different conversations and different groups where literally grown-ass men are tearing, a ch- a, tearing apart, like, literally people apart. Right. For what bow they shoot, what gun they shoot, what company or what clothing they wear. I see it literally even today. And I'm like a bunch of grown ass men. Like there, there's a strict difference between like you and me busting each other's balls. Right. And like going yeah, through and we can, absolutely. we can have some fun yeah. joking back and forth. But when it's a malicious thing on these mm. feeds and stories and all that, where you can literally watch this feed of people just tearing people apart. It's like a with shit fest. that they yeah. would like, yeah, dude, it's a, it's a, it is literally high school. It <laughs> yeah. is, not even that. It is it, middle it, school. Yeah. It is grown ass yeah. fucking men yeah. and women that are yeah. going back. It's like a, it, it is a, a sorority fest of someone. Oh, I can't believe you kissed Timmy. And now we're going to go through and I'll shun you. Yeah. Right. Like that's literally what it reminds me of. And right. that's honestly like being homeschooled growing up. I hung out with my dad most of the time because honestly, like a lot of the kids who were my age back then, I looked at them and like, you guys are all just Immature. childish as all get out. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with dad at the trap range and go shoot trap and hang out with the, the cool guys. Yep. Right. Listen, this is just all hungry at lunch. Hang out with my dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do some, do some cool shit and play like some blackjack or whatever else, you know, go through and <laughs> whatever I could drink a root beer. Cause I thought I was cool while they were having yeah. a beer and all that exactly. kind of stuff. Um, but Dude, that's what what you're doing there and creating the camaraderie and bringing people in and creating just a family essence. Like, dude, First Form Outdoors, like, <laughs> it's funny because everyone thinks, like, oh, it's, it's just about pushing supplements and X, Y, and Z. No. Dude, I, I don't care what products people use. I really right. don't. Right. Like, if no. you're doing something, if you're using a different brand, something like, do something to better yourself. That's right. Be a better human. Like that's it. That, yeah, you that know the whole essence to it. And we had a conversation yeah. when we first met, Jake, where I remember telling yeah. you, you were like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of, you know, getting into this industry a little bit, and and you know, tell me about who a little bit of, you know, X, Y, and Z about, you know, your take on the industry and things like that." And I remember telling yeah. you right out of the gate, Jake, that like, you know, the one thing that pisses me off more than anything in this industry is people who ring the division bell. That freaking <laughs> pisses me off because you know it shouldn't matter what you how you hunt where you hunt what you wear any of that stuff you know and that's and that was where you know i mean i ran into some of that stuff where even early in my you know starting math where people were like they felt like they couldn't come be a vendor for math 
because they were a vendor for TAC. I was like, right. what? Yeah. What? What in the hell? Is, why? Well, because if we piss off someone over here or this or that, and I was just like, you know what? So you can stop. You can stop. Goodbye. Goodbye. Like, yeah. if that's the mentality you're in, if that's where you're at. And see, and I saw it happen. I mean, it was always kind of there, but it, I first saw it when Jason Harrison left um, Sika and started Kuyu. Okay? That was when, in my eyes, a huge dynamic change happened in the hunting industry in the West. Um, people began to pick sides. And, yep. it, and then it got down to even which bow company had Kuyu on their bow or which bow company had Sika on their bow. And it was like, dude, I was in the middle. I was in Wilderness Attitude. I was running Wilderness Attitude podcast at the time when a lot of that stuff started just happening. And in the three years that I did that podcast, that's when I learned very quickly the politics of the hunting industry. And Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, this is the space where I'm supposed to be able to go and get away from that shit. This is where I'm supposed to be able to go be me in the outdoors and and be there to go find that peace and quiet, to go find nature, to go find animals, to go be a part of this amazing planet and, and what God has provided for us. But you couldn't even walk in the woods, Jake, without someone looking at you like... Oh, you're a Sika guy. I'm a hunter. Uh, And this is great gear. I like it. It serves a purpose for me. Oh, well, you must be rich. You must be snotty. You must be... And it was just like... I remember standing there at Trailheads thinking to myself, I just got out of my 75 Chevy truck wearing a pair of Sika pants... And not even matching my shit. And you just judged me for the pants I'm wearing. And, you know, that's when I began to realize that this isn't okay. And Mm -hmm. even back from the WA days to now and, and create, I mean, look, math was somewhat created due to that division belt because I was over it and I could create a space Mm -hmm. where people could come be themselves wear whatever they want shoot whatever they got and come have a good time and we will embrace you why because you just showed up you know and yep and yeah dude i i mean you talk about this a lot on your podcast you know and i every time i'm listening to your podcast i'm just like yeah 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 because it it starts with us it starts with us who are listening to these podcasts to start making that change and embracing people mm-hmm. and and accepting people for who they are because we're all Americans, we're all humans, and we all are just trying to make it through each day to be better than yesterday, most of us, right? And so mm-hmm. we have to represent ourselves that way. We have to yeah. go out and lead by that example. And, you know, and math is one of those places. First Form is one of those places. First Form Outdoors is one of those places. 
and you know, and there's, I mean, there's many more, right, outside of our little bubble here on the podcast. Yeah. But, um, but man, it, it it just starts with us just being humans again, Jake, and looking at each other and saying, and listening to each other and seeing each other and being present in that time in this time and space and and working towards just bringing that that equality together again you know um yeah i i look at this i mean you're 100% right i mean you're on, you've been you've been in the the industry and the game and know a lot more honestly just even behind the scenes than i even do and it's cool to to hear that perspective because those are even things like you sick like I didn't even know kind of those integral pieces there, but it's like from the outside, like I'm not stupid to know there's things that have ultimately happened in that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where I was literally, I was thinking about this over the weekend because I had a just awesome opportunity, like went up, hung out with Josh and everything with the Montana Knife Company guys. Josh had invited me up to that. And, you know, it was a good, it, it was, it was cool that the individuals in that circle that were there and I got to meet some individuals that honestly I've only met through social, right? And not a single person was just like a dirt bag. Like everyone was just having like, I mean, it was, it was just everyone hanging out. I thought about it as like right now, right here, this is about community, less about industry. Mm-hmm. And that community was built around, and I think of Josh and, and Jess and his, you know, his family and just like watching that grow and watching that mission grow is like it's might have parts of industry in it but the community is the most powerful piece to it absolutely and i'm like people need to grow i I mean it is like i I look at it and there's so many different areas to where it's like there's just a lot of high schoolers and childish individuals out there who are either got butt hurt from something and they're trying to tear other people down versus trying to build them up and they're going to lose Mm-hmm. They're going to lose. They're not going to have fun. They're going to live a miserable life. And honestly, that's not a life I want to be able to live. And I think about first from outdoors, I think about Mount Archery Fest where I think it's, it's fun is like the focus that you have, like, yes, we want to be able to go through, provide for the family, be able to be financially successful in those things, but you're leading with community. And I, I mean, I see that and it's driving forward. People feel that they can tell when they're sold bullshit. And that's honestly, when I think about, in all aspects of this, and I've, I've said it before, like what we're going to do in the, the outdoor industry in the outdoor community, like we're going to change it on like an impact that I say, unlike any other company or community ever has, because it's not focused on a dollar sign. Mm-hmm. It's not focused on, you know, a, a monetary piece in any way, shape or form. It's, it's focused on being a good fucking human yep. and treating it like getting back to the times where it's like, you know what? Someone's not afraid to try and enter the outdoor space because of judgment of what fucking camo they wear. That's right. Not what bow they shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's, I see that. That's what honestly, I mean, I, I, I love about your guys event I, from our first kind of get together and just conversations we've had is like, I learn more and more about that with you. And I have a lot to learn. Like, that's just that I'll Me be hundred percent honest. Like, Me I don't know too. everything about the outdoor space. Um, but I know I, I have a good bullshit meter and I, feel like i have good judge of character when it comes to good people um and that's that's literally i don't i don't sit and dwell on people's past or things of that nature to where it's like what are we doing today what are we going to do to get better and impact people's lives so that's right 
Um, well, you know, that, on a good note, Jake, I'll, on a good note, Jake, I'll tell yeah. you, you know, there's been a lot of progress in the industry. There's been a lot of progress yeah. from a lot of great people in this industry doing exactly what we're doing. Um, you know, I think it's making the turn towards the positive side more so than I've seen in the last five or 10 years. And, um, you know, and anybody out there that's in that space that's helping do that, they should be proud of themselves. They should just keep, mm -hmm. we got to keep pushing along and we got to keep supporting each other and, and being there for one another and, and making this happen. And I think for the new, like new people getting into the outdoor space, like, especially cause there's a good handful of people who even listen to this, follow you. Like I, for anyone who's out there trying to get into it or look into it or learn more things like, like literally Brandon said earlier, you just got to go, you just got to start and understand that if you do have one little hiccup with someone, understand that for every one negative person out there, just like in the fitness side, there's a thousand other people who want to see you go out and win. They want to see you as a part of it. And it's just don't let that one little bad egg go through and, and stop you from taking, taking the shot to go forward and, and start something new or try something new. Damn right, dude. That's so. yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, I think that the, the way that the industry is turning is positive. I think that, you know, it takes things like you, this podcast, the voices, um, you know, I just empower everybody out there that's listening to this to be their own voice, go out and make a difference, seek. You have to be not just a leader, but you have to be an educator. You have to go see these people, pay attention. They're around you, you know, um, be a mentor, be a person that's approachable. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and that makes a world of difference. And when you start to live in that light a little more every day, You'll be amazed at how well rewarded you are. The littlest things will come into your lap. These people, these events, these different things will begin to to find you and seek you, and and that's when the difference really begins to happen, man. Because, um, yeah. you know, I mean, I like I, you know, I've got people that are reaching out to me through social. They're like, man, I'm seeing you grinding, man. I'm seeing you do this, man. It's inspiring. It's awesome. Man, you got me doing stuff. I'm going to make it to the mountain. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, you know, and it's like you don't even know that you're being watched. I mean, and even without social media, you're being watched. Mm -hmm. Your kids watch you. Your coworkers watch you. The gas attendant watches you. The supermarket clerk watches you. The people watch you all the time. People, you know, and it, you are impacting people on the daily that you don't even know. And so that's so awesome that you got to remember that you are every, every human has an impact on other humans negatively or positively. And, and I'm not saying that when you have a shit day that you're still not impacting people positively because they're watching you work through your shit day. They're what some people need to see you work through a bad day. It's not because they're not all Instagram days, you know, <laughs> and being yeah. transparent and being honest and just being those things that you need to be. And it's, and then look, I'm no, I'm not no high roller here. Um, you know, it takes work every day for me to get a Bible verse sent to me from Dennis every morning to focus on my God. It takes you know, someone calling me out on something.
for me to refocus on something that I'm forgetting. It takes, you know, myself looking in the mirror, reminding myself that I need to take accountability. Um, you know, it takes all these people around you and all these moments in your life to help you be. So pay attention, be aware, yeah. be in the moment as yep. best you can because you're impacting people all the time. 100%. 100%. Man, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good spot to to leave her at there. All right. <laughs> that's a, that's a friggin', friggin' mic drop on that piece. Um, no, dude, that's... We could go down a lot of other things, and ultimately there's other things that I'd love to be able to have conversations with you on with that. Um, but I really do... I, I don't want people to miss the message or get sucked into it. I want them to ultimately hear that aspect of it. Like it really comes down to how much of an impact you truly have on other people's lives when you go through and focus on taking care of yourself and being the best version of yourself you can possibly be. Yep. You're a role model leader. If you, even if you don't think you're a leader, if you got kids, you got brothers, you got sisters, you got mom, dad, like you have the ability to have 360 degree leadership at all times throughout every single day. That's right. And that's how we go make a change and a difference and everything. And that goes from everyone who's new coming into here. You're able to do that up and down. And then everyone who's a, a leader in the, the outdoor space or just a leader at home, um, not even in the outdoor space, just life, you're showing up and you're bettering yourself. You have, have a great ability to create a ripple effect in so many other people's lives, just like Brandon did, um, just like track action, like that one guy coming out there. That piece goes through, and I'll think of those moments and everything else. You never know how much of one little action that you might not have thought was significant not only goes through and changes someone's life, but literally can go through and save someone's life. Yeah. Tenfold. So, yeah. Um, Dude, <laughs> we get, yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into that, but, um, where like people want to connect with you, um, you know, see what you're doing, ultimately see, you know, the freaking jacked Jack version that you ultimately <laughs> are, have questions or get a hold of you, learn more about, uh, the mountain archery fest. Like how can people connect up with you, dude? Yeah. I mean, mostly on Instagram, Facebook for mountain archery fest. Um, you know, pretty simple mountain archery fest is our, is our, our, go to there um, me Brandon Waddell underscore um, you know I'm not a highlight reel by any means I post about once a week um, you know I keep my story active uh, but yeah that's how you can keep a hold of what I'm doing um, I'm kind of committed to you know I don't say a lot on social um, unless I unless it's you know something that means something to me um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a fluff kind of guy on there. I don't post because I feel like I got to post. I don't put stuff on my story because I feel like I got to put something on my story. I just, you know, there might be a couple days you won't see shit from me. And then there'll be a day where I might put 20 things in my story because of something good or bad <laughs> or whatever. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's it, man. And you can, not, you can find us on, you know, on the web, www.mountainarcherifest.com. Um, go check out our event. Go check out what we're doing. We're, we're, we're looking for volunteers, man. We're looking for registrants. We're looking for yep. people that want to come out and, and have a great time, be surrounded by great people. And, uh, what, you know, what all, what all entails with the, the, um, 
the volunteers just kind of finish it out because I know you guys have, I guess, what events do you have coming up here? And then what, uh, when it looks at like if someone did want to volunteer, because I think that'd be a great way for someone to even become introduced to what's, what's going on there. Yeah. So our volunteer program is really simple. You can go on our website and volunteer. We got multiple jobs from setup crew during the week leading up to the event to working registration or working, uh, being a course manager or a lifty kind of guy telling people where to go. Um, working uh, in merchandise, uh, novelty, and then we have a teardown crew you can do. Um, look, if you've got a machine side by side or a four wheeler you want to donate, you can get a whole weekend of shooting doing that. But essentially, for every eight hours that you put in volunteering, you get a free day of shooting. Um, and we give a killer, we got this killer Math Squatch volunteer shirt that's pretty cool, some cool stickers. Um, we feed you lunch if you're on setup crew or tear down crew. Um, and it's a great place to come, you know, get a good workout, come meet some cool people, come be outside, breathe some fresh air, do something different, um, be around some positive people and have a great time. Um, you know, and we just, uh, that's a, an important piece to who we are because it's, it's leads back to the mentoring thing, leads back to just camaraderie, to learning things from other people. You know, um, we talked about that in the last podcast a little bit about, you know, just you can learn something from anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yep. And so, yeah, um, you know, math, uh, math, I, I, I could talk. We, we can have a whole other podcast about math. We could have a whole other <laughs> podcast about, you know, me and my life. I mean, like I could I so want to write a book someday um, on the journey that I've been yeah. through in my life. Uh, but, um, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I look forward to meeting people. Reach out to me. You can DM me anything you want to talk to me about on Math's page, my page. Uh, I will get back to you. I will talk to you. I'll, anything I can do to help you get to one of our events, anything I can do to help you um, get into the outdoor space, I don't care what it is. Even if you don't shoot a bow, you want to go hike a mountain, you want to go fishing, you want to go kayaking you want to do anything i mean i live in a beautiful place here in durango colorado in the southwestern part of colorado man it is like the gateway to the outdoors um we have just about anything you want to do here um mm-hmm. hit me up if you want to come awesome. to colorado and do some hunting and you're you're intimidated by where you can go call me i'll help you um yeah i'll lead you i won't lead you astray yeah well Dude, I, I appreciate it. And this definitely, this isn't going to be the last one we do. Cause I definitely, I mean, I would, I'd love to go even, and there's so much we could cover, but I'd like to be able to dive in, you know, just even your life going back even further into the past. I mean, I'd love to be able to even just get into more of the, the archery side or the, you know, the hunting side. We have to, there, I'm sure you got, I know you have a lot of different stories and everything like that. <laughs> so I guess we can just leave this as kind of like an introduction, introduction piece, but, um, no, dude, I just appreciate you coming on, being a part of it. I look forward to the the year ahead and the entire event in a whole. Uh, and honestly, dude, I'm again, I know I said it already, proud of the work you put in, um, the the impact that you've ultimately had, and I know it's going to be be a killer year overall. So I'm excited to see how it all all pans out. So thank you. Appreciate you having on. I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, I th- I appreciate it a ton. It means the world to me. Um, you know, I just, I thank you for your generosity. I thank you for every, your friendship. I think you're doing, you're crushing this podcast, bro. You're doing a great job. 
and you know you're impacting people left and right and man just to be a part of first form outdoors in any way shape or form is an honor for me and dude i'm here i anything i can do for you just ask i will do everything i can um because i'm proud of what you're doing in your space too bro and I, you know we can go bro love here all we want but dude I, i'm just gonna <laughs> say something though before we depart i'm still not sure about yeah. this jake nuggets thing okay like, all right, I'm just going to, I got to leave it right there. I, I still think there's got to be a better word for this. Um, because I was listening to your podcast for Friday and every time you said it, I busted out laughing, dude. I was like, can we call, can we call it like Jake's pro tips or something or Jake's something else? I don't know, bro. Um, uh, you know, but, just, just a little bit of Jake. I can't even say yeah, it was it's like, face. No, because every time you said nuggets, I'm like, oh, now that I want to call them gems. It, it, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. I a, I, dude, I had a buddy send me a picture of chicken nuggets after one of them. Literally no context. Literally just sent me a picture of just Jake's nuggets. And I was like, <laughs> See? gotcha. <Yeah>. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I think it's great. Uh, so anyway, man, keep bye. rocking. Keep killing it. Thank you for having me on, man. Awesome. Thank you. Well, everyone, I appreciate it. Each and every one of you guys showing up. Uh, as always, like if you guys got something from the podcast, uh, you know, all I ask, honestly, with this is go through, share with a friend. You got a friend, a family member, someone who, you know, maybe wants to get involved in the outdoors. Yeah, you know, that if there is one thing I could ask about any of you guys who are in here is go through and pass it on. Right. I always say it's, it's about living a lifestyle, allowing you to experience more of the great outdoors. Well, that comes down to us going through and helping those individuals who don't know about it get more involved. Bring them out on a hunt. Take them out on a fishing trip or allow them to be a part of that experience. Like, regardless of whether or not you share this fucking thing or not, like go through and get someone else involved. Take them out because it's honestly those different little moments that have changed my life, made me who I am today. Um, and I know it can create a life changing impact in a lot of other lives out there as well. So appreciate y'all love you guys and we'll see you next week.